0: What's going on, everybody? It's Derek. Aloha, it's Doug. Hey, that fits in with one of our topics. Today. <gasps> Is that it's what you've done? Almost though it? I planned it. <laughs> hey, hey, so uh, we got a couple things to talk about. We got the Sun and Moon demo. Yep, that uh, I've been playing. Did you do the timed event? Uh, on day two or something like that. Yeah, I got that. Wasn't worth it. But still excited to see where it goes. It's like ten pretty rings. Pretty, 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 pretty wings. wings. You ever use the wings in the game? I nah, no. I didn't even know what they do do. Off the top of my head, neither do I. Uh then you we've got Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption announced. Yeah. But that may be delayed already. Why? Uh voice actor a uh, voice actor strike. Well, or get, video games. Just get Matt Mercer in there. He might be, if he's part of the Voice Actors Guild, uh, they're on strike. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, hey, I'm okay with being a scab. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Activision, uh, Rockstar, just uh, contact me. uh, You know, follow us, just message us on Twitter. (laughs) I'm perfectly okay with being a scab laborer. (laughs) Pretty much. Then we've got the small thing called the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Other alternatively known as the NX. I kind of like the name Switch better. Uh, me too, actually. Because NX is just like, I expect it to be like NXC-001 or something like that. Yeah. And then I uh, want to talk about an anime that I've been recently watching twice. Right. So let's start off with that because that's going to be the shortest topic. I Go think. on. <laughs> so uh, this is like, I'm watching Avatar Legends of Korra simultaneously for the second and third time. Okay. <laughs> Ask me how that's possible. Go on. Okay. So I watched it once all the way through when it first came out. I watched the premiere, or the uh, finale for Legends of Korra, season four, like the day after it came out. Right. But now I'm also watching it. Uh, I'm listening to it while I'm doing some work. Right. So I was listening to it. I listened through halfway through season four out of four. So I'm almost done. Right. At the same time, I'm showing it to my wife. So starting back at season one. Nice. So I've started I've started and finished season one in a week. And I'm starting it with my wife this week. Nice. Yeah, that's great. It's, it's um, really good. Have you seen any of Korra? Actually most of the first season. Um my fiance's watched the entire thing. Oh, okay. Did you watch all of Last Airbender? Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. I can watch it on Amazon Prime anytime I want. Oh, so good, isn't it? It is. So we were talking about, like, it would love to have a bending uh, VR, VR game. game. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, having a pro bending tournament? That would be really cool. It would be, like, We Fit, but for people who, I don't know, are active. If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense to me because it would be, like... Dude, you wouldn't have to, like... It would not be a hard sell for me. It would be, like, pro-bending. Uh, you got it. Here's the thing. It wouldn't just be, like, move your arms. I think... Like, there needs to be, like, a, ca- a motion capture thing. Yes. And the fact that it could... You know, you could have daily, le- quote-unquote, lessons with, you know, Iroh. And it, or an avata- a uh, teacher of your art. Yeah. So, you wouldn't be able to play as the full avatar no 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 that's what i'm saying is like you would you would like train in one specific but then have a multiplayer aspect in which you're playing with teammates right and you're also playing with uh against people yes how cool would that be i think an interesting thing would be this pro bending tournament is open to everyone Mm -hmm. right yeah the team You know, the highest scores and stuff like that. They go on and they become the Grand Masters. And then of the three, they determine who is the best player. And that team becomes Team Avatar. And the number one player becomes the Avatar and helps uh, formulate how the game proceeds for the next season. No. But they're out of the game. Nope. They're out of the pro band Nope, Nope. Here's why it'll work. It's not... You know, it's like okay, we need a kind of a conflict. We need this, and it's just and it instigates that MMO idea of okay, there's actual in-game events, but here's the thing: as the avatar, you can't do it alone. See, well, I guess what turned me off is when you said we'll help cultivate for season two, and I'm like, no, cause because then you'll have people, you will have people who have no. Uh, let me say it this way: no life. Who will play and be really good, and that's not a problem, right? But then they implement ideas that end up screwing casual players over. No, because you're thing. they work with the devs, and the devs, are, they, the devs ultimately have veto power. It's like they're the voice of the the community. That could that could be interesting, because then you know you're just like, okay, you are the figurehead this this year, and you know, yeah. You can have the guys who play League of Legends all day and have no life, but do they ever win world tournaments? Yeah, no. There are people who do that. Yeah, but here's the thing: they're often with a team. The team balances them out, and the devs of the game still have veto powers. Yeah, I guess. I I, I think just the way you worded it was like, whoa, no. Yeah. No. So, but yeah, I'm getting. I've I've been getting into super into like Cora and everything. Oddly enough, I've been getting into Gundam. That is not odd. <laughs> no, that is not odd at all. Gundam is great. Korra is great. At first when I watched it, I was like, "This is not." You know, you you go from Avatar Aang to Avatar Korra, and you're like, "Eh, eh, different." She's know, not. But... A, she's not a bad Avatar. No, she is... she's great. She's probably one of the best, right next to. Uh, oh, Avatar Kyoshi. Uh, not yeah, Kyoshi. That was who actually who I was thinking of. Um what did what what did Kyosha do, Dark? I believe she was an earthbender. And what did she do? She just was awesome. She didn't do anything uh super special that was in the uh last last airbender? It has been years since I've seen Last Airbender, admittedly. Then what uh after- I know that she spoke to Aang and helped teach him. She was the one that started the warrior women of of the island. Oh, uh, the fan, the, the ladies, yeah. Yeah, so was that the one you were thinking of? Actually, yes, still. Oh, nice. Still, yeah, I was like, I know she was awesome, I can't quite recollect why. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I kind of like, there is, like, if you really think about it, Avatar embraced, it had the idea of responsibility, like, original Avatar, Last Airbender, yeah. Was all about loss and responsibility and carrying on. Because Aang was the last airbender. Right. So he'd lost all of his friends. Literally, everyone was dead that he once knew, except for one person, Boomy. Yeah. So I was like, okay. But even Boomy grew up and is now the Earth King. Yeah, but he was he was old. He was no longer Which is still kind of like a death and a loss, but it's also kind of going into that theme of it's a loss of childhood, yeah, so it was like he grew up he had to grow up and face the fire nation, who was a serious threat. yeah, Whereas Korra, it's dealing with in the first one talking about taking away bending, like equality, there's some socialism aspects, there's military state even. And then the second season uh, talks about balance, right? One character's trying to bring the spirits into the spirit aura, into the physical world. So it's, like, dealing with a balance. It's it's trying to deal with that equilibrium of what truly is balance. Right. And, like, was trying to use the Avatar. Then the third season was all about anarchy. Of, like, one group didn't believe in having kings, queens, any emperors, anything like that. Right. And was trying to use force to do it. And was willing to to kill the Avatar to do it. Is that the season... Uh, can we get into spoilers? Because it's a bit older. Yeah, it's fine. Is this is that the season where she had her bending locked away, um, or she couldn't connect to the spirit realm? That would well, okay. She couldn't. She can't connect to her avatar, or her previous lives, right? Because of something that happened in season two, the uh, Rava, her avatar spirit was uh, weakened, almost destroyed, right? So she can't contact her past avatar lives. Um... Whereas in Season 3, uh, she almost lost the Avatar state because of poisoning from Zaheer. That's what it was. So it was like really cool of like how they deal with that. But then she got it back. She got it back before the end of the season because they got rid of the poison and everything. But now Korra's in Season 4... She's dealing with almost like PTSD. She's carrying along all the enemies that she previously fought against and nearly almost always lost. But now you're dealing with communism. Nice. Like this lady, this lady, uh, Cuviera. (coughs) Do you know who she's voiced by? Um, she played Laura Bailey. No. Who? Zelda Williams. Robin Williams' daughter. Oh, yeah. Voices Cuviera. And is now basically like the de facto Stalin. Yeah, like she's bringing freedom to these areas. That are like she's basically like, join us or die, right. or if you if you join us and then you start thinking you start thinking really, we'll send you to re-education camps. Huh. So it's very much like this is communism. Yeah. She's bringing freedom under the guy. Go- she's bringing. Slavery under the the guise of freedom. Right. So it's like a really an adult topic to talk about in a children's show, but it's not over the top. See, I would say that Avatar, well, Korra is for preteens, and the last Airbender was for you know teens. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So like you know you have this breakdown of it's the world's aged and so is the viewer. Yeah. Um, but I would say something like uh, Gundam. Iron Blooded Orphans, yeah, is not a kid show, at all. No, I would not imagine so. Episode two, something happens. The main, can I, can I spoil it for you? Yeah, the main characters they take over the security company they work for, on Mars. Okay, and they're all kids because they have whiskers implanted, and those are like nano machines into their spine, which help them control the mobile workers, which are the machines to work. They're not gun. They're not mobile suits. They're mobile workers. Okay. And so they lock all the adults who are running the company. Because adults cannot have whiskers implanted. They're too grown. It makes sense. Yeah. They lock all the adults in there. And the old leader, uh, the main character, the one who uh, pilots the Barbatos, shoots the man as he's on his knees begging for his life. He's unarmed. Whoa. And it's like, oh, snap. That's a main character but it yeah. makes sense within the context of the show cuz it's not it's not just like oh he's a dark hero he's actually a good kid but here's the thing uh, iron blooded orphans is not just like oh it's not your typical anime where it's like oh we're the main characters we we kind of do no wrong it's they are basically a step above slaves they they're the ones who make the ipods Whoa! And the adults are the ones who are running the camp, you know, the the building company. Yeah, and it's just dealing with them wanting freedom, and so if you really think about it, and if you look at it in the you know eyes of modern today, mm-hmm. the kids would be considered terrorists. They huh. overthrew their company. They shot someone in cold blood, and they fight against a. Uh, Military group called Yallerhorn. Nice. Who's trying to prevent a civil war on Mars. That's actually pretty cool. And so it's just this really intense anime because you're rooting for these kids. Then all of a sudden, bang, they shoot someone in cold blood. And you're like, oh, can I really root for these kids? Yeah, make it bet. They're the only... They're the most morally upright characters in the show. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like really intense... Uh, I got I have the model for the Barbatos coming in, mm-hmm. but I got the Astroth and uh Nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, I've been I've been watching a lot of that lately. It's mostly. mostly what I've been watching. Have I watched any anime? I watched the first 3 episodes of The Flash of season 3. Yeah. Is or it was the Is it good? It was. They they did the Flashpoint acceptably enough. Okay. It I mean they didn't have the whole, you know, World-ending Themyscira, and, uh... Well, they don't have all those that, titles yeah. to it, so... they, Well, they aren't bringing Supergirl in. Yeah, they are? They are not. I thought they were. They thought about it, but then they're like, no, we won't. kind of want that to be its own thing, so that way we can do a crossover later. Because they've already had a crossover. Uh, in Supergirl. In in Super... They mention it in Supergirl. Oh, Flash there, is in Supergirl. I've not seen Supergirl. My wife has. Ah. She told me all about it. So, here's the thing: they can still keep them out of the, uh, out of the same pond. It, it, it's kind of like, uh, Flash and Green Arrow. Now, so it's, they so cross so- over, but they mention it. They can talk about it, but Green Arrow is not in Flash, and Flash is not in Green Arrow, except for like one or two episodes a season. I maybe. would still say that they're more separate than that, because they can do something like uh, Crisis on Two Earths later. That can work. They can do all these different events. They don't have to crash them all together at Flashpoint. So yeah. they could have, you know, they could develop the Supergirl universe where we now have, instead of Gotham, we have another Batman show. True. We have, when instead of, uh, they could have the Teen Titans, which is going to be, what they're supposed to be putting on TNT soon. Ooh. TNT? TNT. I did not realize TNT was still around. Oh, I mean, neither did I. So you could still have that, and then you could have them... You know, crash together in Crisis on Two Earths. Good work. Soon, you have, then you have the Teen Titans, and then you can have Kid Flash, who is in Season 3 of The Flash. Nice. I'm not going to tell you who Kid Flash was. Is it Wally But West? everyone, yeah, everyone already knew that. As soon as Wally popped up in Season 2, it was like, yeah, he's going to be the Kid Flash. <laughs> <laughs> and he was. He, he was not who I thought he was going to be. I thought they were going to introduce Wally, uh, a different Wally West. Yeah. As the masked guy in uh Yeah, and then it was, before. like, his his dad from... I know! It was like, oh. I
1: well, mean, then I was cool. still right. It is the
0: Flash. <laughs> I mean, it was still pretty cool because, you know, like we've said, like, three times before, it's the original actor from one of the movies. Yeah. And so it was like, ah, he got the flashback, But it was just like, I kind of wish it was Wally, so there's two Wallies. Yeah. So... So Wally West is the Flash, and he's also not the Flash. Yeah, he's simultaneously both. Yeah, both. Okay, so go from there. Let's talk about uh, the uh, the switch. Let's do, let's save that one for last. All right. So we have Red Dead Redemption Two. Right? Are you excited for it? You played I, Red Dead Redemption. I did. Okay. Um. I'm very excited. Do you know what kind of story elements they could tie into? Are they going to... Do you think it's going to be new characters completely? I kind of want to see a prequel with okay. the the Marston gang. Okay. I kind of want to see that, or I want to see it's his son struggling to not follow, yet simultaneously following his father's footsteps. Okay. Because if when you beat the game, you can still play the game, but as his son... And his son pretty much looks almost identical to him. Oh, cool. How convenient was that? I know, right? Um, So so it would be really cool to see either before John Marston or after with his son. That'd be cool. I didn't... Red Dead Redemption fell in that weird area when I was working 40 hours a week and going to school full time. And had a girlfriend. Right. So it was just like... Video games, I didn't buy video games, like, almost at all. Yeah. If I bought video games, I bought them, and then I never played them. And So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, you know, I know we've been hyping up Battlefield, and I'm going to get Battlefield at some point. Yeah. But here's the thing. Dragon Ball is coming out in, like, three days. And I'm buying that because, like, my fiance loves Dragon Ball Z. So there you to go. not have Dragon Ball when it comes out, it's just kind of stupid. And yeah. plus, you get the Goku keychain and be like, hey, sweetheart, here's the Goku keychain. Run! And while well, I go through in the game and try to play it without her, you know, give me the controller. And no. so we do Don't have... bashing to... your head in with an Xbox controller. Yeah, I'm hoping that, uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 has a co-op storyline. That'd be cool. Yeah. Because the original did not. And then Skyrim comes out in the four days, so it's just like, um, well, sweetheart, uh, Get the hell off my Xbox! I want to play some Skyrim. You using the smart glass to turn it off? I don't know. Must be broken. Let I me did, try. it. I did do that when her brother was playing uh, Fallout. I had the Fallout app on my thing. I was like, and switching to a red dress. Uh, unequip all his weapons. <laughs> you and ge- so he'd be like fighting a death claw. He'd pull out his weapons, like his fists. He'd be like, "What? Swipe? I'm dead." And then show the animation of him in a red dress falling down. I'm just like you gavined him. Yes. Okay. You know what I'm referring to, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Red Dead Redemption, I'm not sure about... Well, I know it's going to be good, because Rockstar has not made bad games. No. I mean, even like something like L.A. Noire, which is amazing. Yeah. But it, it bankrupted the company that made it. Yeah. So, I, it just fell in that weird <coughs> area where I just didn't play it. So, it's like, Red Dead Redemption, it's like, I'm hyped, but I'm not as hyped as someone who... You know, awesome. now might be a good time to play the original, which is uh you can play on your Xbox. Nice. I might I have mean, to do that. We could theoretically go to the store GameStop today, buy the disc, which is gonna be like ten bucks because it's a six year old game. Yeah. Because oh no. Let's see. Graduated in two thousand twelve, so we know it's at least four years. It's called, it's about six years old. Five, five or six. Yeah. Which do you want about five or six? I'm gonna go with six. I don't know, man. I might just put some money on Skyrim and just let it run. Yeah. So I'm kind of. It's one of those like it does come out and it's like, ah, oh, when am I gonna have time to play this? See, that's my problem. Like, I want Battlefield One because our buddy James, the film play podcast, is uh, playing it. But uh, let's see. Smooth. I know, right? All right. Six years old. Boom. Boom. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Um so Skyrim's coming out. That's going to be awesome. It has all the DLC too. Oh good. Good, good, good. I never played any of the DLC. Oh, the Dragonborn DLC was great. So, I want the I want the one where I uh, hearth uh, hearth home. Home hearth. The one where you can build a house. Right. That would be most excellent. Most, um most tubular, most tubular as it were. Okay. So it, it, it was a fun uh, DLC. Right? It felt like it was just made for players who love the game and want more immersion. Like, I spent too much time building a house. Building a house? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nintendo Switch. Alright, let's talk. Formerly called the NX. See, I kind of like that it's called the Switch now. Me too. Because it b- tells you exactly what it does. Switches from a console to a handheld. So, did you hear some of the rumors? Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us the rumors. Three hour long battery life outside of the cradle. Um that's not good. That's a rumor. It's a bad rumor. That's it's not great. No. But I do have to say, like, it's still running at like nine hundred P. It's still really good frame rate. Nine hundred? They're not even going full ten eighty. Well, you know, they could, but it's Nintendo. They don't go they don't push the hardware that hard. Right. It wasn't until the Wii U did we get HDMI support. When didn't the 360 have HDMI? Yes, it did. So, it's Nintendo. They're not known for pushing their hardware too much. And I agree, I agree with that, essentially. It, it basically keeps it open for people who don't have the 4K television and everything. And 900p is still not bad. No. Most of the time, most YouTube videos, unless you tell it 1080, it plays it in 720. Yeah and you'd never you'd never know it sometimes i get a little glimpse so 900p is not bad think yeah. about how long your ds lasts actively playing it like 5 6 hours 5 6 hours and it is nowhere near 900p i mean that's true it plays at like i think it was 440 no so alright so i got for, uh my fiance's brother had a 50 inch tv okay and so she brought it over and put it downstairs where my tv was at first it would not play anything above 480 i was like whoa if this is if this is the max it can get i will throw myself into traffic i'm not joking (laughs) and then it bumped it up to 720 and i'm like i wish it was 1080 (laughs) i wish it was bigger tv though right I would rather have a smaller TV, but I mean, like if someone said, hey, you can have an 80 inch 720 TV or a 36 inch 4K TV, I'd be like, well, give me the 4K. Right. I, I mean, I that. sit like from my TV to me is maybe three, four feet. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. Okay. So 50 inch is kind of wasted on me because like I can't, I can't sit that far back. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I can sit far back, but I don't. Right. Uh so 900. If I remember correctly, it's like 900p, which is not bad for a handheld. Right. No handheld has done beyond that high, I believe. Right. The only one is like cell phones, which they have retinal displays. Yeah. It's like fine, whatever. Right. So you can switch out and you can attach like the controllers to it. Right. So you're actually holding it, but by no means do you have to. Yeah. Um, which that's kind of exciting, but I hope that they introduce bigger controller handles, yes, uh, so that way I'd love to see them do like a sod gamecube controller in half. that'd be cool yeah, <laughs> but also wouldn't be good for one of the other features they showed is that you basically have two controllers, so you can play split screen, yeah, which. James well James and a couple other people that I've been talking to are like that split screen sounds horrible okay that screen size is pretty small yeah for split screen that's pretty small but do you want to know what I'm hearing what it has split screen yeah no console serious console has had split screen in a long time the Wii U still has it for oh, certain yeah. games like uh, Mario Mario Kart, Kart. But, that's but it. the Xbox no longer has split screen. I don't even think I can play Halo Five. You can't play screen. Halo Five. Um, one thing that I remember I have split screen is like the Lego games. But here's the thing. But that's dynamic split screen. Yes. And here's the thing. Like you see, always see split screen on, quote unquote, ch- ch- you know, kids games. Lego Jurassic World had split screen. Yeah. Force Awakens split screen. Damn. Mario Kart split screen. Yeah. Mario in general split screen. And I like that. And yeah. I I'm, love the ability. Like, I have I was telling you and James I had a lot of fun playing through uh Mario three D World with my fiance. Yeah. I've never been like so excited because it's like, all right, uh you need to hit that you need to grab the cat suit. No, the cat suit. No no that's the Tanuki suit. Alright, now the game thinks we suck enough sucks enough and it gave us the invincible Tanuki suit. Thanks. Yeah. And so it's fun, and it's frustrating, and we're only down to one last level where we need all the stars. Nice. Other than that, we have all the stamps, all the stars, everything. Nice. And it's like, and this is for a system that doesn't give us achievements. Right, and that's it's kind of interesting that, that way, but I'm like, you know, split screen's awesome, because... If it's doing it on the handheld, that's showing that it'll do it on the console version. Yes. Which I'm excited about, because then it's just like, oh, grab another controller and play the game with my wife. Yeah. Play the game with you. Yeah. And that's something like, that's a good memory of like, growing up, we used to play Fantasy Star Online with, you know, it was you, me, and two neighbor kids. Yeah. And so it was just like... With the screen smaller (coughs) than my desktop monitor. It was like a 16-inch screen, wasn't it? Yeah, it was not big. Yet, it, that was the entire world. Because we'd start, like, Friday afternoon, and we'd just game all weekend. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, it's like, you know what? I'm okay with split-screen as They do it well. Right. And the controllers feel good. Yes. I've seen the small controllers, and it's like, those look small, but then I look at, like, my phone, which is smaller. Like, on average, the controls are smaller than, you know, yeah. than a, a, a controller. Because like if I play something like a Bard's Tale or let's uh Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. It's on my phone and on consoles. Pretty much. It's smaller than that. And it, I don't and I don't go, Oh, this controller's is so tiny. I, I get it for people with larger hands. Like our our buddy James. He has huge hands because he just has huge hands. I think he could cripple us if he like palmed our head, like just crush our head. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure if you chose your words y uh, you, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, 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 I actually like, I think you can like, I think palm he of can basketball. actually palm a basketball. I'm like, I don't want to get into an arm wrestling. You know what? No thumb wars, buddy. No thumb wars. Yeah. Um, love the guy. Love the yeah. guy. Uh, we're doing some stuff with him in December. Right. Gonna go see Rogue One. <laughs> yeah. That's among the highlights. But like that, you're right. There are people with bigger, hands yeah so i want to see them have like a bigger controller i want to see them have a convention with you know people donald trump hands so teeny tiny hands baby hands baby hands and then people like huge hands and just be like look it's the same controller they're not having any real difficulty yeah i mean because how much how much should people complain about the Wii U the Wii controllers. A lot. And they somehow still work. <laughs> well, work is kind of a But you know what I'm also super excited about? What? They're getting rid of motion control. I like motion control, but I hate motion control. Right. I'm just I'm so irritated that we didn't get a good lightsaber game. This is true. And it's like we got a terrible Force Awakens port. Force Awakens was not even, like, really supposed to be on the Wii. No. It was an Xbox 360, and it's like, let's put it on the Wii! And it's like, this doesn't No, work. let's not. This doesn't work well. No. So, it's just like, okay, I'm glad we're moving away from that. Like, it was cool and everything, and it helped open the door for it, but it's time to do something else. I, I like think the- they really discovered with the Wii U, and even the DS family, people want touch control. Now, I heard that it wasn't always going to be touch, uh, the the switch will not always be touch control, because when you put it into the cradle, you can't use touch. See, and that makes sense. So, I'm like, I'm okay with them remove touch. I'm okay with it, because, you know what, the, the screen on my DS is nasty. I, mean, I wipe it down, like, every day, and yet, at the end of the day, I'm like, God, it looks like I sneezed on this thing. Oh, I man, yeah. It looks like the sneeze guard at a buffet. And it I looks agree. awful. I agree with you that there, because it's got thumbprints. It's got like little stylist prints. It's it just got like gunk, almost like gunk, and it's just like <clears throat> ooh. It looks like you shaved your beard in front of it like, too. Exactly, and it's like okay, get rid of that. That's fine. Give us a controller that works. Give us a give us games. I like the fact that the controllers are modular. Give us a Metroid Prime game. (laughs) Yes. Give us a Metroid game that's not Other M or Federation Heroes. You know what? For as much as bad as Other M gets it, Other M is actually better than uh, the Federation Force because of what it tried to do. It tried to bring a new environment to Samus, to the Metroid. Federation Force just isn't a Metroid game. No. It feels like they skinned something else. Yeah, pretty the much. Control. They skinned, you know, uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, and put it made it four player space combat. Yeah, but I mean, so I'm excited for that and the games they showed. A new Mario game. They showed Breath of the Wild, and you know I'm um, Zelda all about oh, yeah. Zelda. Oh yeah, and here's here's the intrinsic thing. They also showed Skyrim. I'm gonna buy a Switch well, no matter what. Oh me too. I'm a Nintendo fanboy. So if they the Nintendo could probably sell me a brick, and I'd be like, awesome. It's a brick, and then a week later, go. Well, I bought it. I don't know what I'm doing with it, and I don't play it nearly as often as I do anything else. But I have it. I'm more inclined to want to purchase hardware Mm -hmm. on day one rather than games. Yeah, because here's the thing: hardware. It's indicative of what can we do on it. Oh. Are things sold, you know, 20 billion copies in the first weekend? Yeah. Come on, Activision. Come on, EA. Come on, Blizzard. Let's get some games. I mean, we have a highly popular console. It's not... Whereas a game, it's like, oh, I about No Man's Sky? I mean, nothing's going to happen with it because, you know... Apparently all the devs died immediately on yeah. release date. <laughs> and so that's my thing. It's like a game on launch day, the only thing I'm missing out, like Battlefield, is... Getting those level fifty kids and the Call of Duty kids—that's all yeah. I'm missing. Yeah, I get that. Well, what for me was like weird was is they they showed Skyrim on it. I think Skyrim's the the game that everyone can recognize as being graphically beautiful. Whereas like Breath right, of the what, Wild, like if you're not a Zelda or Nintendo fanboy, you're not gonna realize how beautiful it's Zelda supposed is. to look. But I was like there are other games like they showed Splatoon, they showed Mario, Breath of the Wild, and Skyrim. It's like, okay. are, you, are you trying to tell us something? Yeah, it's like, are we getting Skyrim for the Switch? Because, that's awesome. That's cool, but I mean, I'll probably still play the Switch on my Xbox simply for the mods. Oh, yeah. Skyrim on, uh, the... Skyrim on the Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Just for the mods. I want Macho Man Randy Savage Dragons. Oh, yeah. But it's like, That was one of those things. It's like, try to move on. Nope. Funnier the more I think about it. Yeah. But I seen that and I was like, okay, cool. What I want to know is can we get extra chargers? Like, can I, like, in the morning, get up, play my game, whatever, grab the controller. Can I put the controller into sleep mode? Right. Can I then have an extra charging dock at my desk at work? Right. And when I'm actually working, put it into the dock. And then when I'm on break, unplug it. Play so, my game for 15 minutes. On lunch, 30 minutes. Put it back and then go home. Put it back into the dock. Yeah. Can we do that? Or do does it have to be connected to a TV? Can we put the controller into sleep mode? I would think so because they showed that it travels... So what I'm really wondering, right, and this sounds weird, is the console, the handheld, or is what it sets in just a cradle that helps give it extra power, a little bit of extra processing, but in and of itself cannot play games? So if I turn it on, so if I take the handheld out when it's off and turn it on, is anything happening to the cradle? Or all the little console. All, all the little handheld. I'm not sure. Because that is an idea. Because they showed people in a convention center. All right? Playing Splatoon in like a, like a locker room setting. All right? Then going out onto a main stage and plugging it into a station. To play. So is that just like a charger cradle... That also has the HDMI support. You plug in a a, a cable into your MacBook and it displays on the TV. What's actually doing the processing? Your MacBook. Yeah. The TV is just now your display. Yeah. So is the console the handheld or is the console the cradle that has a handheld port? I don't know. I think we're going to find out. Because that is what's awesome. Because it looked like the game was inserted into... The uh, handheld. handheld because he uses like an SD chip and he's playing Skyrim on an airplane. So it makes me wonder, is that the console and can we turn on and off the handheld as a console? I hope so. Me too. You know what game I really hope is on the Switch? What's that? Mystic Heroes and Fantasy Star Online. Do you think we'll get back GameCube backwards compatibility? I would say that this is going to be an opportunity to take the old games like Fantasy Star Online and say, it's not going to be the same game, but it is going to be the same mechanics of the game. I can dig it. It's a it's a good I can opportunity. Dig it even if they said it's the same game, guys. Although we don't have be do GameCube port. I would say uh, all we need is wireless uh, connectivity. Wireless connectivity and you're done. Cause then you could play your own character split screen or not. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I mean that that opens up a different avenue, and they could have done that with the Wii U, which I understand why they didn't. You know, yeah. But it's like, bring us something that harkens back. You know, this is a good opportunity to say, we're going to remaster old N64 games and GameCube games, we're going to release Mario Sunshine HD. Yeah, because that's something like Xbox and Microsoft is really good at. Or not Xbox and Microsoft, Xbox and Sony. Yeah, is really good at, is bringing back HD remasters. What they had, Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 4 Wii. Or uh, uh, yeah, Wii. Then you had uh, the computer version. Then you had a re-release. Then you had the HD version. It's like we want this. The only HD version that I believe has been really released is Zelda Wind Waker HD. Yes, and that done really well. And that's so the thing. The the you want to release games that are old enough that the main target of your game. Console, So the 20-year-olds, us. Yeah, that's... Played that as a kid. So you want things like, you know, uh, Bomberman Generations. Yeah. Uh, you want... Uh, I say Mr. Heroes, but it seems like no one's ever heard of Mr. Heroes. No, very few people. Um, I had a friend of mine that loved that game, and I actually ended up buying a copy. Yeah. But it's like, this is Nintendo's chance to go, hey, uh, one-on-one here. You know we love you. You've purchased all of our products, so hey, we we thought we we thought we'd give you give it back to you. It's yeah. like that's awesome. That would be amazing. Cause who is Nintendo really really marketing to? Even the Pokemon Sun and Moon trailer. Did you see that or the uh, commercial? Did yeah. you see it? I did. It like starts off with this guy. He plugs this kid plugs in uh, Pokemon Red. And plays it as a kid. Then like it shows him like moving forward with his life. But then he sees a trailer for Sun and Moon. And it goes, you've evolved. So have we. And it's like, they're not marketing this game towards children anymore. It's a children's game, but they're not marketing it children. It's kind of like Avatar. Yeah. It's a children's show, but they're not marketing towards it. Right. It's like, market towards who you know is going to play it. Market it towards the kids that grew up with Pokemon that are now themselves 20 years old, 26 years old, you know, hitting their 30s of like saying, Hey, remember when it's like the member berries? Member Chewbacca? Member Mathiota? It's like, bring that back. Bring back, in a sense, nostalgia. Have a tone. as the switch turns on, I think this kind of segues into talking about the Sun and Moon demo. Yeah, it felt really, really good, and it felt oh, yeah. nostalgia for something that was brand new. But here's the thing: like even the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire demo didn't capture that same sense of, oh, I I've never explored this section before. Yeah. Whereas the Sun and Moon demo, we're not going to get into the data mining. Well, no, we've already said we're not going to. Bump that noise. Although, I do have to ask, did you look at any of the information? Yes. Me too. We're not talking about it? No. Um, so, let's move away from the Switch, because there's not a lot of information Yeah, about the Switch. Let's, let's, pour, let's switch over to Sun and Moon. Let's switch over to the Sun and oh! Moon. Oh! You went there. Yeah. Um, so, you played it? Yes. How did you like the main story up until you beat... What is it? Palutena's Team Skull. It's not Palutana, her name. Uh, it's not her name. It was really cool. I, I like felt the like island it, trials. Yes. I love that. It was like, go take pictures of Pokemon. It's like, oh, Pokemon snap. I'm doing it. Yeah. And it felt good. I like the fact that that kind of gives us an idea of what the trials are going to be. And here's the fun thing. They've gotten rid of eight Yeah. Yeah. They it's got like, away with here's it. the ride Toro. So it's like, oh snap, <laughs> snap dog, and, and it got rid of that, but it also got rid of rock smash. Yeah, which, 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 which is an HM, but it's not like, oh, it's only riding, it's just a faster mode of m- movement. Oh, thanks. You got rid of the running shoes, or you got rid of the bicycle. You're also getting rid of like smashing rocks, rock smash. How will flying happen? I'm imagining it'll happen like soar from, uh, Auras. Ome, uh, Auras. uh Same with surf. I'm sure. Same with dive. If they choose to use it, which I really hope that they do. I mean, being as they're on islands, I hope you have to surf between. I hope they have waterfalls. I hope they have the dive mechanic back and whirlpool. Yes. Since okay, whirlpool hasn't been used since Gen Gold 2, silver, right? Yeah, because I don't even think they were in Heart Gold, Soul Silver. No, I don't think so. They were in Gold and Silver. Yes. Then we haven't had wa- we haven't had Dive. The only series that Dive has been in is the Gen Three Ruby Sapphire Omega. Did we have Ruby. Dive in uh, Unova. No, not that I remember. I think we might have, but it wasn't used in the main game. It was in the post game. Where you go to the Unova castle? Underwater? And you f- that's where you can find all the plates? I don't think so. No, yeah, maybe. I don't think so. Um, you bring that back. You're on you're literally on islands. I wanna see what IGN's gonna say. Cause IGN was the one who's like, Oh, Hoenn, too much water. <laughs> This I'm, is literally a chain of islands. Are they gonna be like, it's too much water? Are they gonna go, this is wonderful geography? And it's like, uh what? I'm sorry. I really hope there's something like a ride ariados and you can use like it it climbs up vines and you can walk on the treetops. That would be amazing. So then it's just like, oh you've explored this route, but there's vines hanging down. Ride dun, Ariados. Dun, dun, dun. And then you can go on top of the tree branches, and you can find all these cool bird Pokemon. That'd be kind of cool. Like, it'd be really cool. And so, like, you know, four tree from uh, Omega Ruby? Yeah. It'd be cool as if there's multiple levels of the trees, and you're just exploring this new environment. Yeah. So, the trials are great. It was, I love the fact that it wasn't just like, oh, go battle. go Just go battle. Yeah. It was, you have to go do something. Yes. Which bring which h- gives me hope that the game, the actual full release, right? will also have that kind of idea of like these trials just aren't all about battling. Well, yes, there was battling, but it wasn't only about battling. You're like go uh, up, walk to this person, battle them. Walk up to this person, battle, battle. them. Here at the gym leader, battle them. Well, it, it was like take a picture, battle that pokemon. Go find it, go find the next area, take a picture. Go battle them. If you go by some of the rumors and stuff like that. Are we the, g- ol- the old rumors. Okay, old rumors. Right. That pretty much everyone's talked about. If you go on YouTube and look at Pokemon, there's like 30 rumor videos. All right. E- uh, there's th- no uh, gym a, challenge. A channel. There's well, no gym challenge. I'm okay with that. Yeah. There's no gym challenge in the islands. There's four of them. You know how many in the, are in the Elite Four? Four. Four. So there's a theory that, yeah, you're going to be starting the Elite Four. Hmm. That would be interesting. I'm wondering how they're gonna make the game have length. Um, I think it's just it's one you're gonna have to deal with the team skull. I don't know what they're doing. I love their characters though. You're gonna oh yeah you're you're gonna have to deal with the ultra beasts. Yeah, but I'm you're, just wondering like how are they gonna like gate that? Because it was very much like with all the previous games with the gems. It was like oh. I, you could go up and say, "How many gym badges do you have?" Each island. There's so su- you can either maybe sub challenges to start the challenge or to help the trial leader out, and so it's just like, "Oh yeah, you're doing kind of gym esque stuff and finding Pokemon and stuff like that." What would be kind of cool, right? Is if you actually, because I have this, I have this worry that once you solve a gym trial and everything. Or not a gym trial, a island trial. Right. You move on to the next island, and that first island becomes obsolete. You right. no longer have to be there. What I want to see is you beat the gym ch- your island challenge. You go to the next island, and the first island starts getting more and more powerful. Right. So you actually have to do each gym, each island challenge, three times. Think so. Once, beginning. Then you beat the fourth one you get a notification of, hey, like, hey, the first one, he'd like to try it again. Like, he's gotten stronger. He's upgraded his trial. He's now got, like, evolved Pokemon. Yeah. You go beat him and it's like, oh, cool. You know, following your defeat, you know, Island 2, Island 3, Island 4. And then you do, like, an Elite 4 of, like, now they have the ultimate teams. Yeah. So, it's basically the gym battles, which I don't mind not having gyms but i worry that it's once you go to an island it's done yeah so basically it's like you're doing a gym challenge with only four gyms but you battle each gym twice and then you battle them as the elite four that'd be kind of cool it'd be interesting because it's like that way it's like each island maintains relevance because now you can not only find the weaker pokemon but now you can find stronger pokemon because the gym The gym leader was able to bring in more gym trainers, whatever, to make the island stronger. There's new Team Skull efforts there. That kind of idea of, like... I'd like to also see the average trainer being able to use, like, Z-moves and uh, Mega Pokemon. That would be cool. Because there's still rumored that there's still Mega Pokemon yet to be revealed. I think there was a couple that was released uh, after the data mine. No, there's been no Mega Pokemon announced. Uh, no, I mean there will no new megas, but I think there's been new Pokemon announced as well. No, I read it this morning. There's, oh, no, okay. new Pokemon. there's no, no new Pokemon released, huh? No. So I mean, I'm okay with that. So I, I'm kind of not because, like, I think the data mining was intentional. It's like all these things were scrubbed. Yet here's all these pictures. Yeah, that's what I was actually. I was just getting ready to say, like, weren't they all replaced with the stats of Pikachu? They didn't even have stats, it was yeah. just the little pictures of Pokemon. We're stopping there, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, then the, you got the gated events, yeah, or it's like you day two, you get pretty wings, uh, then they have stuff all the way up to like the twenty seventh yeah, what I kind of hope is that it basically sets flags, right, and it's like, okay. And once you get the last event, when you do that, it basically gives you like an extra master ball or something really good of like, hey, you came by. You came by every time there was a timed update. So I wouldn't like that. No, I'd love it because it rewards your players from not just playing the game because the demo and doing everything in the demo possible. Right. Excluding fair people who are going shiny hunting and going all this. Trying to level up or whatever. Excluding all that, it only takes about two hours to do everything. So if that. here's my thing. Like, yesterday, I wasn't able to play. I was at work. From noon to midnight. And it wasn't like one of those slow days where it's like, okay, I'm going to go sit in you know the cafeteria, private dining room, and I'm going to go play my game for a few minutes. No, I get that. It'd be just kind of cool. Like, even if it's not a master ball, it's just something of like... But then that eggs. would be like, it would... I'm a diehard Pokemon fan. You know I would have played it if I had the chance. What about like would this be like satisfactory, like like almost like a letter? Like it's like the Pokedex from what, season or generation three where it's like, Hey, thanks for completing your Pokedex and that's it. If it was something like, Hey, thanks for doing all the events and uh continue to play the demo up until our game release. It'd be cool. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. It'd be like, you know what? I love the fact that they would appreciate the person who continued to play a four-minute demo, and you have to watch the video every time you want to close the demo. See, that was the most frustrating. It's like, I would really like if on, like, the last day, no matter if you did all the other events, it's, hey, you're registered, obviously, with the... uh, you know, eShop and all that. Which has your address. Yeah. Complete this quiz. And it's the ultimate Pokemon Masters quiz. Complete it. It's non-timed. So you can look it up if you want. They send you an a, a certificate from Gen 1. And each ja- generation. So it's a packet of like six. Of you are the ultimate Pokemon Master. And they look like diplomas. That would be cool. And I'd just be like, oh, snap. That'd be, like, so cool. Because then it's like, you congratulations, you're a Pokemon master. And I'm just like, oh, yes, I am. Or if they made you, like, a Pokemon professor. Like, you're a Pokemon professor specializing in uh, capturing and breeding Pokemon. Or... You're you. You're a Pokemon professor who specializes in legendary Pokemon or evolving Pokemon. That would be really cool. It's like, oh yeah. So it's a quiz, but it's judging your answers of like, what are you best at? Like, what did you get everything right of? And it's also judging how you did in the demo. Did you on the catching challenge portion? Mm-hmm. Did you sit there and throw 30 balls and catch 30 Pokemon? You no, did? I didn't. Oh, you, and just like, oh, you did. At some point, you'd max, max it out, you're a, cat, you're a Pokemon, uh, tra- uh, you're a trainer master. Oh, you caught shiny Pokemon, you're the ultimate collector. Yeah. And, like, it would just be so cool. Now, there was something I really love the idea of, and I hope they keep it for the main game. What's that? The new mechanic for battle. It, well, A, there's the whole thing about paralysis slowing you down by one third and everything. Right. If you're a Pokemon nerd, good for you. You know that. Yeah, I know that um is it the stat ben- it shows boost? the stats yes that was awesome but it also shows if they're registered in your pokédex right what is what moves you have that are super effective yep i love that it's like okay it's actually giving you a benefit to having seen them yes it's like oh I have super effective, so it's like, oh, I've caught this Pokemon. I've fought this Pokemon. I'm not really trying to level up or whatever; just murder it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> press the murder button. Yeah, basically, crunk, yeah. throw the lever, sort of thing. Yeah. So that was really, really exciting, and that will be in the finished game. I'm, I'm really happy about that because it was like, especially with all the new Pokemon, it was like, I don't know their typing. <sighs> oh yeah. Especially the, for the trial, it was just like I don't know their type. Yeah. I don't know what Jagamu's type is. It's like, I need an adult. Right. Now, what did you think of the, about Pikachu and the Z-move? I love the Z-move. I great. put Pikachu in the first place right before battling Teen Skull at the very end. Well, so. it automatically goes in the first place. Oh. Yeah. So I didn't know that. Yeah, I did. So nice. then Palutena, I'm like Z-move, and one hit kill. Yeah. I was, I was like, like oh, I yes. was like, I'm happy about this, but at the same time, I was like, that was kind of anticlimactic. I think that they just wanted to show the Z move. Yeah. Now, did you get to do Ash Greninja? Yeah. Okay. I was say cause there's I was like I was really worried that I wasn't gonna get to. How did you like it? You know what? It felt like a superfluous change that only minorly affected the stats. It didn't make me like, oh my gosh, overpowered. Right. But it was kind of nice to get that extra boost, but by no means was it needed. You got it during the totem fight, didn't you? Yes. Yes, I did. It was like, it's by by no means absolutely necessary, but it feels good. Yeah. So, you going to do all the rest of the gated events? If I remember to. I'll text you. Yeah. So, uh, what else we got? Anything else? Last Mm. thing before we cut out? can't think of anything where can people find us they actually let me check the hashtag because our friend James who we've mentioned like 20 times this episode I know right I did want to say that we uh, we now have a cafe press we do um, you can find us at cafepress.com slash gaming and chill we've got a uh, one design up it's just like an arcade cabinet right with like a circuit board design and underneath it's like chill it's really cool looking. Yeah. Um, Designed that uh, Saturday morning and uploaded it and everything. And on the back, it has the uh, hashtag. Hashtag Gaming, Gaming and Chill Podcast. Yep. I was super pumped about that because it, it really looks good. Yeah. So, I think we're working on a new design too. Yeah, we are. Based on some, some things that have been in the podcast, some things outside of the podcast and everything. And on our YouTube channels. Yeah. So, anything... All right, so people can find us on at Twitter, at gaming underscore n underscore chill. Please use hashtag gaming and chill podcast. Yeah. Yep. Tell us what you thought about. You can, you can use the get that and tell us what you thought about the demo. What's, just say hi. Really? Yeah. Just say hi. And oh, what also, do you think about the Switch too? Yeah, I would love to know about that. And on the Instagram, it's Gaming and Chill Podcast. So you've been using Instagram a little bit more, haven't you? Uh, a little bit, and Twitter actually. Me too. Weirdly enough, Twitter's starting to become my new thing. Yeah. Facebook is just becoming so <sighs> like it's good, but it's not something I enjoy. Right. It's like no, I don't want to see everything in your world. So. but yeah you can check us out all there and say hi yes please do so anything else before we go no all right then that wraps up this episode of the gaming and chill podcast so until next time keep catching those pokemon and may the force be with you and also- <laughs>